I kicked off in garage. So anyways, to launch us off, I had ChatGPT write us a welcoming segment for a news podcast. Oh, really? Okay. This week, we're the uh, Intrepid Crab Corral. <laughs> Welcome to the Intrepid Crab Corral, where we bring you the latest and greatest news and current events. Join us as we deep dive into the most important stories of the day and explore the world from a fresh perspective. Get ready for a lively and engaging ride as we navigate the choppy waters of the world together. This is Intrepid Crab Corral. Oh, it hurts because that feels like a ha- not half bad uh, uh, description for a we, podcast. We fade in so. the, the like the light like electronica like. Mm. Mm. See, it just makes me think of uh, I'm hungry now because Intrepid Crab Corral sounds like a great surf and turf hey, steakhouse. Y'all, y'all crab yeah, y'all, we're gonna go down to the Crab Corral get some uh, get some uh, get some crawfish, get some crawfish, uh, crawfish. I mean, look, dude, steak and crabs. That's that's right there. One A and one B for favorite foods. Oh, crab Corral, steak and turf, surf and turf. Okay, that's what yeah. I mean. Oh crab God. Corral. Yeah, and then the decor would be badass. It would just be like people riding giant crabs with lassos and shit. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, the big platter is just called carcinization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. This is the world's most amazing plot line to Aquaman too. Yeah, needs <laughs> to be included, or we revolt. He just, op- just opens a restaurant. I like it. I like it. Yeah, get rid of get rid of Amber Heard and replace her with a crab. <laughs> Is he butchering sea creatures all day, every day? Yeah. Oh yeah, the, but just the evil ones. They know what they did. This is the e- yeah, the evil races, of course. Yes, as we know, the evil sea races. Guantanamo Bay for fish. Is a- yeah, the non-kosher ones. <laughs> crab, shrimp, shellfish. Fuck that. He scales only. Everyone else, it's a it's gonna be a bad news for y'all. Uh, I I sorry, Zach. I I was so focused when you were reading. You were talking about the choppy waters part. I was thinking as a leftist podcast that that was we could say the choppa waters. You know, since we're all kind of still riding that inevitable wave, we're all bubbling in the choppa waters, screaming as the air hisses out of us. Uh, we have it turns out hierarchy. it's it's just the air actually escaping. They're not really screaming. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really torturing an animal, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not here to debate the morality of eating shellfish because it's moral. Believe me, trust me. Oh, delicious, buttery, and moral. Uh, I'm the the garlic butter of the news industry, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Ooh, man. People claim to not want to eat the bugs, but if they're underwater bugs, then it's a cuisine unto itself. So. Well, it's because they're, they're, they've been cleaned thoroughly, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. They hey, exist look, in water. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the argument against processed foods, you know. You don't want the machines to pull the proteins out of the bugs. You want to suck it out yourself. Keep it, keep it really fresh. And depending on how close they are to a BP drilling plant, it might be a little vinaigrette type situation with the amount of oil. Yeah. Pre, pre-salted, pre-oiled, ready to go. <laughs> Greased up and ready to boogie. Greased up and ready to podcast. That, that, that's our introduction. Yeah. <laughs> Squealing into this world. Uh, hi everyone! Welcome to to Crab Corral. I guess that's that's what we're going with. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Keldon. I'm joined uh, by Zach. Zach, uh, say hi to the fine people at home. Hi, the fine people at home. 
Perfect. The unfine people at home uh, can can get fucked as always. But uh, we're, we're joined, of course, uh, by Rivers Langley, as everyone could tell from the episode title that uh, we'll be dropping anyway. So thank you very much for clicking on that. Uh, all of the, the fans. Rivers, how's it going? Yeehaw! I'm ready to go. <laughs> Greased up, ready to go. We actually don't have Rivers uh, with us here today. We just have a soundboard where we just press <laughs> the various clips. Throw I'm, it over. I'm Carl Gregory from the Crab Corral, and folks, if you like surfing turf, come on down to exit 192. That's right. We're going to be cooking up some crabs and some steaks, and if you want to fight your dad in the parking lot, go for it! Woohoo! <laughs> We the used car salesman energy to. is amazing. <laughs> I, I really think it's a phenomenal work. I, I did steal that directly. Carl Gregory was a car salesman in my hometown, and my, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm I'm coming up on let's see, twelve years of doing comedy at this point, and I at this at this long stage, I think I can say a good like fifty percent of just all of my comic sensibilities come from used car ads in Alabama that I grew up listening to on the radio. <laughs> Carl Gregory, legend. Mike Patton, legend. Like, these are the names. You know, other people talk about Carlin, Pryor. No, 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 no. I'm I'm talking, uh, uh, you know, James Slug. <laughs> well, see, in, in Texas, we have the liability insurance commercials. You know, we have the Texas Hammer <laughs> Promising, oh yeah, yeah, you know, vehicle justice or anything else. So yeah, that's the closest I, we have here. I was uh, talking to some folks from Australia uh, recently, and they were talking. You know, we were driving, and they were noticing just like how huge the American flags were, and they were like, "Nobody does this in Australia. Like nobody just has huge Australian flags anywhere." And I had to tell them, "You should drive across Texas because the used car dealerships in Texas have flags the size of a fucking soccer pitch." Yeah, uh, yeah, that's absolutely and, true. And then I kind of came to the realization that I'm like, I think it's safe to say the bigger the flag, the more full of shit you are. <laughs> <laughs> right? A, no, it, it, you're not wrong because I, I don't think anyone's ever thought I can trust these people. They have a giant <laughs> American flag and then an even more giant Texas flag that's right. waving here. Yeah. Just, like they, McDonald's, they paid, more, they paid more for to get that flagpole set in the ground than you could pay for anything on that lot. Oh my God! Yeah, well, like you know, McDonald's has a flag at every store, but they are one to one. You're going to McDonald's, you order, and then you get McDonald's. So the quality discussion is out the window. They are exactly as advertised, and they have a moderate, uh, you know, uh, uh, nay humble uh, flag size versus a used car dealership <laughs> in Texas, where, as I said, you have the biggest flag you've ever seen. And it's like uh, half these cars probably don't work. It's a flag so large that on a certain day, it could just eclipse the whole town entirely. It'd oh, yeah. Block out the rays. I mean, I've literally been driving down Interstate 10 and had the sun per, you know, blocked <laughs> for a couple of seconds traveling 80 miles per hour by a flag at a car dealership. So, uh, And I'm sure they exist out here in California, but that is, I've never seen anything like a used car dealership flag in Texas. So. Yeah. I-10 is also the gateway to hell, basically. <laughs> yeah, very true. You know, so yeah, everything everything along there is is terrifying. You got the Chick-fil-A's that put their flag at half-mast for Sundays. 
And uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> we're so sad that it's Sunday. <laughs> we're so sad we can't sell chicken sandwiches. It's a national tragedy. It is weird, by the way, that like we don't put flags at half mast for Good Friday, like as religious <laughs> a nation as we are. Yeah, come like, on. We we do it like if the queen dies, which I think like if anything we should have like raised our flags even higher, Added like had like an artificial top, extension, yeah. like <laughs> lips up, yeah, major <laughs> W is <laughs> just uh, coming through. Yeah, um, lash like a bamboo pole to the top of the flagpole, so it's even bigger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but again, I, I think that if you put your flag at half mast, uh, I although I guess there's also the Christian flag. I, again, Rivers, I'm not sure if that's a thing over in Alabama or, or maybe it's the that's the I believe it's the white flag with the it's blue kinda, square red with cross, the blue yep. square red cross. Yeah, yeah, I I have seen that. Uh, yeah, that's the, they're flying at all the private schools here. Yeah, you, you gotta love it. It's their way of saying that they believe in school choice. Essentially, oh, is what it is. <laughs> my uh, my good friend is a mailman in rural Alabama, and he was working one day, and he texted me this picture because just via the nature of uh, my podcast and just being interested in such insanity, he's like, "Well, obviously, he needs to see this." Of course, it was a pic- It was a picture of a flag that had. You know, it was like red, orange, black. It was like all the fall colors basically on one flag. And he just texted me, it was like, this has to be racist, right? <laughs> and <laughs> and we didn't, and I was like looking online, I couldn't find shit about it. And I was like, I guess it's like a, cause you know, this is rural Alabama. There are legit like militia compounds out mm-hmm. there. And so we were just sitting there thinking, like, oh, this has got to be some like kind of racist, fucked up flag. Turns out it took a few days, but we cracked the code. It is the flag of uh, Native American sobriety from drugs and alcohol. So actually, a good thing. The most uh, racist thing of all. <laughs> Separating a Native American from alcohol? What right. monsters? <laughs> like, I, felt, I felt bad for judging, but at the same time, I was like, well, at least they're probably cool people. You know? They're like, hey, we don't party anymore, but I uh, bet we're fun as hell to hang out with. They could teach you some shit. <laughs> It's got to feel weird because I know like the pivot point for a lot of alcoholics when they find sobriety, which is great, is to get into like the new age mysticism of it all. Sure. You know, if you're Native American, that's legitimately like, you know, doubling down on your own heritage like that. That's an incredibly (laughs) easy pivot without any problematic jumping on. uh, Right. And you know what the fuck you're talking about. Yes, exactly. (laughs) As opposed to thirty five dollar quarter size pieces of turquoise to someone and claim that they have vibrational qualities instead of buying it. You know that that's uh, that's how the market works. Oh, yeah. I've got I've got turquoise bolos and in yon closet right there yeah and and the vibration i feel is uh i feel fucking awesome and i don't have to tie a goddamn tie 15 times to make it not to make me look not fat so <laughs> that's the vibration that i've got that's, that that is someone who has to be planning on attending a wedding a little bit later on in february let me tell you that is from your mouth to god's ears to my neck Buddy, I I have told every friend that I have that if I'm not in the wedding party, I'm wearing a bolo to the wedding. Just Perfect. let it be known. If you want me to wear a tie, you better put me up at the front of the church because otherwise, fuck you. I'm not tying a goddamn tie for anybody. And that was the story of how Rivers got married. 
partner the other day, I was telling her, yeah, I know if like we're going to a wedding and it's like, you know, dressy casual, that means you can wear a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, mm-hmm. starched blue jeans, a button down, maybe a vest, maybe a blazer over it, and a bolo tie. Absolutely. That and whole outfit could cost forty-five thousand dollars. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. You polish them boots up right, you'll never know if you got them from from uh, resale or from Cavenders. Oh, it's like the I, cast iron pot pan. Did y'all see that from a couple of weeks ago on Reddit, where someone just kept seasoning their pan and polishing <laughs> their pan and getting coats on coats on it? That's what I'm picturing Zach now doing with cowboy boots. Just. I, I, I showed up to my friend's wedding in Chicago with the with the bolo tie. I was looking exactly like Norm Macdonald as Burt Reynolds uh, on SNL, like that per- exact perfect. outfit. Perfect. And uh, I showed up to it, and I, then I ended up making friends with the other guy wearing a bolo that I didn't know. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we just kind of saw each other from across the room, and we were like, what's up, bro? And then I ended up chatting with that dude all night. He was cool as hell. Shout out to Danny. Perfect. <laughs> See, now I'm thinking I need to get like a rainbow pin style bolo tie just so it's my sister's wedding. I don't want her friends to think that I'm like the racist brother that's showing up, you know, be like, (laughs) oh boy, there's a reason Karina hasn't been talking to Kelton much the past seven years, huh? Ooh, man, (laughs) get get you a liberation fist uh, bolo. That would be fucking dope. I I have I have one in the shape of Alabama that my friend Monica Scott made for me that I wear to the wrestling shows too, and that would stain glass. It's a stained glass one. Get you a stained glass bolo. Yeah. See, I was thinking like a y'all means or y'all means all kind of yeah style, but yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, there should be an LGBTQ plus friendly bolo tie in the shape of Texas. If not. My God, check out our red bubble in eight days. Hey, <laughs> listen, I, I have been to a great Western wear store in Chicago called Alacala, and they for sure had rainbow flag uh, cowboy belt buckles. So if they got that shit, you know they got matching. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's around. That store, by the way, they have a pair of cowboy boots that Andre the Gi- Andre the Giant ordered and never picked up. And wow. so, the, so when you walk in the store, there's a boot that's like the size of most people's abdomen, just <laughs> right in the middle of the store, and everybody looks at it. It's pretty sweet. The fact that like some people can truly just be so large, like oh, yeah. the giant, it really does make me look at them the same way that I look at like German shepherds and chihuahuas. I mean, like these are not the same species, ultimately. right? Right? Like, come on now. <laughs> Like that is a giant. That is like a biblical creature that comes in to try and you know slay whatever uh, random kid picks up a sling. That is not someone who's gonna star in The Princess Bride. Like, come on now. Um, oh man, hell yeah! But uh, a wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, let's see. Uh, Speaking I, of starring in. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What, what have we? What, you 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 revealed to me what James Gunn has revealed to the world. That's which right, is, which is it, the slate of DC Universe uh, IPs coming out. Listen, aren't you aren't you excited for Booster Gold, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> James Gunn said, "Hold on, hold on. It's not a joke. It's I'm serious. It's for real happening this time. Don't go anywhere." <laughs> <laughs> Spent the first minute and a half pleading on his knees for people not to <laughs> to log off. So I appreciate it. 
Um, yeah, Look, it, this it, is the wrong James that we should be giving funding to. But anyone that's willing to try and revitalize the DC universe away from Zack Snyder, I will give a pass. That that really is like again. Zack Snyder was trying to copy Christopher Nolan in a lot of ways, like with Man of Steel, meaning he was the guy who was following the guy, like he was following the Dark Knight-isms. James Gunn is the guy who's following the guy who was following the guy. Like, that's a much better spot to be in, you know? Like, like right. I, to, to give an Alabama comparison, you don't want to be the college football coach that comes in after Nick Saban. Like, th oh, it's God, not yeah. going to be a fun time for you <laughs> at all. But, hey, the guy who comes after the guy who came after Nick Saban, that's a real cushy spot. No one's complaining when you're right. only making the, the championship game, but not the national title. You know, Right. Uh, the, the bar is low. Exactly. But also, it, it could be argued that he is following himself because they hired him off of his work in Marvel you know, <laughs> true, initially. True. Yeah. yeah so I he mean, only has to meet the expectation set by himself in another comic book franchise it, it is amazing because he did the whole marvel thing right he, he then makes a dc movie that he makes a dc tv show for mm -hmm. hbo max mm -hmm. and warner brothers basically went oh this wasn't absolute garbage all right here's you are now co-CEO of all of DC now. Please yeah. don't fuck this up. Well, they did the same thing to Zack Snyder. It was like, oh, you did Watchmen, you did 300, you could do comic books, right? And then they just handed him the keys of the car. It, it's <laughs> you know? very true. That is almost exactly how it went. That really hurts me, though, to think about. Um, I yeah. hope at least James Gunn will have a better track record at the end of the day. I mean, like outside of like the pedophile tweets and all of that oh, controversy, yeah. <laughs> I, Zach I Snyder also like like did really good doing Watchmen because the source material is just is just too good. Yeah, he didn't have to. All he had to do was put slow mo shots into it, and then that was it. That was his movie. And then I like, more more Doctor <sighs> Manhattan Dick more. That's that's right. <laughs> I, I saw, I mean, all right, I saw that movie because I read The Watchmen once because I was I went to college, so you uh -huh, have to, uh -huh. you know, I, that's, I've, I've read three comic books, uh, and it's The Watchmen and The Dark Knight Returns and, like, a few epi uh, issues of Preacher that just happened to be sitting on my table because someone said Bill Hicks was in it, so I was like, all and right, I guess I'll... you're not a libertarian. I just I know. need to back this. <laughs> Let, no. Let's rewind this not a little no. The Killing Joke, SMH. <laughs> yeah, nah. Uh but yeah, so not not like a huge uh, comic book guy, but I the Watchmen was one that I read because I worked at a pizza place, and if you work at a pizza place, a copy of Watchmen is just hanging out by the folded boxes in any pizza place <laughs> in the world. Uh, so Jack's journal. A yeah, Peroni died in New York. <laughs> <laughs> a comedian was born here tonight uh, in this pizza place. It's a guy uh, who is like you know the uh, the Joker movie that came out who thinks he's Rorschach. Like that's that, that's uh, the, the level of how it yeah. goes. But wow. But uh, all I'm saying is I was I was somewhat familiar with the source material. I watched the movie. I was not as high on that movie as everybody else. And that it, I think later it became 
like, oh, this is one of his good films. I fucking did not really like The Watchmen. I've only ever seen it the once, and it was in theaters the weekend it came out, so maybe I need another rewatch. But the thing I just remember was they somehow turned The Times They Are a Change In by Bob Dylan, which is approximately a three-minute song, into a 15-minute song where they oh, yeah. just kept looping it at the beginning. And I and everyone, when I bring up this complaint, everyone's like, oh, well, they did this in the comic books. And I'm like, yeah, uh, go find Bob Dylan's uh, live versions of that song which are way longer do something else that's not me as a bob dylan guy just going stop stop it you've heard we've done and this verse already now and yeah. now yeah yeah the, the watchman movie when he does it i can hear it <laughs> he turns it into a reggae song on live at budokan find that fucking version that would be great it just as part of the montage it's just like all the heroes getting real high just you know pausing <laughs> they're like kind of wandering off you lose track and focus of the film they're like oh where was i oh that's right the times they are changing oh um, you've you've never heard you go your way and i'll go mine until you've heard it as a reggae song on live at budokan <laughs> the record that happened right before dylan's brain got broken and he became a jesus guy oh oh that's perfect it's like the height of Dylan cocaine mania right before he started believing that Kiss was the actual devil and stuff like that. Y- yes. Uh, I believe, as the kids would say, that's now called uh, Bob Dylan's Donda era. Uh, yes. To, to make it relatable. Yeah, except he could reel it back in. Uh <laughs> You we'll know. see. We'll see. You know. Uh, uh, oh, he I, made Oh Mercy. He got out of that hole. He made time. <laughs> yeah, time out of mind. Oh, I, I meant I meant our current iteration. My, oh, my dig oh is no, we'll that's see. what I'm saying. Kanye cannot reel himself back. He's done. <laughs> Did you see they released? Uh, he had to release his campaign details today. Uh, from you know what is turning out to be a a, a pretty bad uh, 2024 campaign, believe it or not. And uh, since he did his heel turn, he has literally made zero dollars. Hell yeah. Respect. No one has given him a dime in campaign contributions, Uh, but he has spent, apparently he is handing out $40,000 checks like it's candy. He gave $40,000 to Milo, gave $40,000 to fucking Nick Fuentes, and it's just that sum for some reason for everybody, and I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Like... You I don't see, know. It's a sacred number. Uh, <laughs> it's Warhammer 40k. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Kanye West and Henry Cavill just deciding to play it one day. They, they, they have a war map of the United States in that <laughs> campaign office. Okay. Uh, and and the space uh, the space Marines are ultra. Hon- honestly, are, are, are if you were to get Kanye into Warhammer 40k lore, it, like he he would really start vibing with the whole God Emperor concept so he I, I think that would appeal to him wow if he if he had level. if he had just gotten scooped up by tabletop gaming nerds and not nazis the world would just be oh, so he much still better would have ended up a nazi like, <laughs> come on, no. it's one subreddit away from being a warhammer nazi not a not like a twitter nazi okay? <laughs> just a whole bunch of hype beasts waiting for the latest miniature drop to help. oh my god Ooh, yeah yeah he's got yeezy mechs and shit or whatever uh, uh, <laughs> come on, Kanye. Probably a more lucrative market somehow, some well, way. He made zero dollars from being a Twitter Nazi. And it's like, dude, I guarantee you there's nerds out there that would have gone for this. It, you can make money as a Twitter Nazi. You cannot make money 
as the guy who already has money being a Twitter Nazi, you know, like <laughs> right. the Twitter Nazis get paid by other people to be the Twitter Nazis. It is right. not a, a the, generation unto itself. Yeah. The Twitter Nazis start off at zero fans and then work their way up as opposed to billions of fans and working their way down to a Twitter <laughs> Nazi level following. You did this backwards. <laughs> I do like the campaign motto, yay 2024, but I made graduation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I mean, pretty solid. Uh, it's uh we got uh we do a thing called top three where we get our listeners to write in uh prompts and then we'll make top three lists based on that. And somebody's prompt was top three debut albums. And Shit. it's it's that thing of like you can't fucking not mention the college dropout because everything sounds like that from there on out it's and i was saying like and it kind of came to me in that moment but removing kanye west from music is kind of like as much as it kills me to say it it's like removing cosby from comedy it's like it's so influential that you have to fucking at least mention it but god it sucks (laughs) you know it sucks that you have to have that conversation now i think cosby saving grace yeah, the, watch what I say after this. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm wrapped in anticipation. <laughs> is that every other comedian from that era also seems like they were a monster as well? This like, is true. We, yeah, when you scratch the surface just ever so slightly, <laughs> it's like, oh, Cosby like was absolutely a monster, but he thought like he was you know was taking or I mean he knew he was taking advantage of people, at, but like so were all of these other people as well. Right. And so it just kind of became not necessarily the fall guy for it, but the poster child of that. So it right. kind of gave a lot of people the the chance as comedians from the era to go, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, we all have to live and learn. We all have to mature, blah, blah, oh, blah, God. blah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it like also- what's happening with uh, Tim Allen. You know, when Pamela Anderson oh. says that, like, he flashed her to balance says, no, that didn't happen. Then a couple days later, the, a video came out of him flashing his home improvement co-star. And it's yeah. just like, ah, I mean, all right, that seems to give a little credence to what Ooh. Pamela has to say. But I, uh I had a friend open for, he was opening for Tim Allen at the Laugh Factory. They didn't know each other. That was just how the show was booked. Okay. And I went, I, I went to just watch my friend and sure. this is, this is 2014. So this, this is really before I had any idea of how, you know, deeply fucking right wing Tim Allen was, but boy, I found out that fucking night. So oh, yeah? this is, I could have called this in 2014 if you'd asked me, cause I, I remember saying to my buddy, like after Tim Allen went out, like, first of all, it's it is gonna be for a child of the nineties hearing Buzz Lightyear say the F slur for homopho- you know homosexual yep. people. Yep. You're just like I d- am not mentally ready for that, uh, but it happened. And this is in this is on Sunset Boulevard in the heart of Hollywood. And I all I was thinking watching that is like I would. I cannot imagine what this act is going to be when he gets to Tulsa. <laughs> if this is what he's saying in fucking godless Hollywood, then this is probably real fucked up when he goes on the road. Can't wait for my uncensored, uncanceled uh, Louis C.K. sold out Madison Square Garden tour. Edition. Yeah. That's- oh, he is going to when he decides to go on tour, because that's what's going to happen next, because he's going to get whatever project he has. They're going to be like, oh, Toy Story 5. We're going to get 
whatever, you know, you know, whatever it is, whatever the grievance that he gets to pivot his career around, yep. it's coming soon. And if it's not, he'll just make a big stink somewhere being like, oh, I don't get jobs anymore. And then we get the comedy tour and I'm hoping it's him and Jim Brewer. I, I just got to see it. You oh, know? Well, I thought, you know, Roseanne is also going on tour now. You know, she's, oh, she's coming back. I only know this because I was watching the football game this weekend and then there was like a solid minute promo where it was like the icon, the most legendary person who speaks their mind, blah, blah, blah. Like being so vague, I was like, which right wing conservative comedian is this going to be? Like, you got to be more specific at this point. And then, um, yeah, it was Roseanne uncanceled. Wait, was this a- was an ad during the football game yeah, or like? Yeah. It was during the football game because it was on Fox. So like, check out Fox Nation for the Roseanne comedy special from her tour blah blah oh blah. oh it's oh, from no. fox nation okay yeah. i got it yeah so oh I, boy I, I was like oh well this is i i keep forgetting that disney bought out the fox media studios but not yeah. the fox like broadcasting or sports and so yeah. that's all still murdoch group which is still super right wing which oh yeah you know of, of course but like it's so it's very weird to get like Fox Nation, Fox Weather, Fox News advertisements when I'm just trying to watch, you know, grown men get heart attacks on the field. Right. Yeah. Keep the politics out of my football game is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I really fucking hate to hear that like uncancelable is like is like a meme about it. Now they're just using it unironically. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, we I, again, another thing I could have called when that started going down, uh, fake news was a thing liberals said for about two days before Donald Trump just absorbed it into the uh, Katamari Damasi that is his uh, fucking weird brain. <laughs> it's going to suck so bad when he's our president again. It's going to it's it's really not going to be uh, a good time for anyone. Uh, see, I. And I say this like for obvious reasons uh, that I want him to lose, but also, oh, I want him to lose again just to watch the second meltdown. It's going to be fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) This uh, new documentary. 2,000 mules. Uh, yeah, yeah. Twi- definitely <laughs> super stole the election. <laughs> for real this time. 200. Honestly, <laughs> I, 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 it would be so great if Biden legitimately did steal the 2024 yes, election. That's, <laughs> the, that's the best possible world is that Trump loses, but it is by <laughs> subversion. <laughs> he has a legitimate claim. Ah, he would yes. claw his own eyes out of his it's, face. Oh, that that's it. You've solved it. That is the funniest possible <laughs> outcome. Biden wins, but it is absolutely a, blatantly cheating, and he can't do anything about it. Once again, <laughs> yeah. Uh, DeSantis screws Trump one last time. Ooh, man, I'm waiting for that chair to the back from DeSantis any any day now, because they're all just fucking salivating at the idea of having him having any opponent that's more normal than him. Like and by they I mean you know uh, the rich Republicans that are you know never Trumpers that represent approximately none of the electorate. But boy, you can just see it every fucking day. You know, anytime Trump says anything about DeSantis, they are trying to actively 
broadcast that as much as possible, hoping to get DeSantis to actually bring out that folding steel folding chair and hit him with it. But <laughs> I think I they're know. also hoping that it will only be DeSantis, so that way then they don't have what happened last time, where Trump always like took the majority of the votes, but never like fifty one percent of the total vote. And so like because that was his whole strategy was that like there were enough, you know of the 10 candidates running like they split it up just enough that his like 20 percent was enough to to win it all um so <laughs> it, again it'll be interesting we got way off of the topic of James oh Gunn yeah news. Um, swamp thing motherfuckers swamp <laughs> yeah thing. let's get excited um no uh it, james gunn he released uh what he called his chapter one of like what is now being called the dcu uh yeah plan i don't know what you want to call it like other than that calendar i guess but chapter one is called gods and monsters and the biggest thing right up top is that they're going to have continuity between the voice actors and the actual actors um so everything's going to be happening in one mainline universe and like the person who's voicing i don't know like rick flag senior or you know what atomic skull is going to be the same guy who's going to play them if there is a live action version made or vice versa i I will say this is unprecedented because this is the first time in the history of animation that all the voice actors will have abs it's never (laughs) happened before (laughs) not once Usually it's it's schlubby dudes that are just making a killing, sitting in their closets and recording into uh, very expensive microphones, but not this time, baby. They're all going to be shredded up, <laughs> glistening <laughs> muscles. I, I mean, and, isn't this a tactical error on their part? Like to do that, like at the beginning, it feels like let the animated thing be its own, and then let the live action be its own. Like I don't think anyone was ever. Like, ah, man, look at Robert Pattinson's vocal performance as Batman. I mean, I'm going to just full disclosure here on a personal level. I will watch any live action Star Wars fucking anything. Uh Good or bad, I'm one of those people. Feed me more. I like Star Wars. I'll watch whatever you're giving me. Sure, sure. I have never seen an animated Star Wars thing. Really? Uh, Like none of Clone Wars, none of that stuff? I you can't make me. I just won't. Uh, I have to have, and that's you know part of the Dave Filoni thing is like, oh, you got to watch my cartoons to get it. I'm like, fuck you. No, I don't. I won't. <laughs> I I don't know of cartoon. I I mean, I've you know, I feel like a a fucking caveman saying this, but like cartoons to me have to be funny, or I don't give a shit. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I don't know what it is. It's just a, a weird hang up. I've never seen an anime. How uh, dare you have a preference? How dare you? I, I you know. I mean, I, this is shame, a pro shame, animation shame, podcast. Shame. <laughs> I, I've watched uh, F is for Family. Whenever that drops, uh, I watch every episode in one sitting because I like Bill Burr and I like funny cartoons. But for whatever reason, I'm just like, so as soon as I saw that that was the first thing they were doing, I'm like, that is fucking bold because I know it's like a weird tick and I recognize that it's a weird tick about myself, but I can't be alone in that. There's got to be the, can, the can drop I give off. you some insight here, Rivers? The yeah. DC animated universe is considered the only thing good DC has going for it. So right. they are trying to win over those people first with a good DCU animated project and going like, see, look, look, quality's not dropping off. Like they're trying to win over those people first because they know um, that 
they're going to get some live action people. Like, uh, did you watch the Peacemaker TV show? Yes. Okay. Well, the, you know, that that's when that's where they'll get you is with the Waller TV show that's set in the oh, Peacemaker yeah. universe. So it's going to bring everyone back together basically for that and it's going to be Suicide Squad meets Viola Davis doing her own thing. Again. Yeah, um, and and I I like that. I'm I'm into that. I very much enjoyed Peacemaker. I I uh, and a, another dumb thing about me. It's like if it's got a wrestler in it, I feel like I have to support them the way I did when they were in the ring. So I've seen every Dave Batista thing. I've seen every John Cena thing. I will you know whatever it is. The Rock. Fucking. I've watched so many bad The Rock movies because he's the people's champion. And you can just you say know. rock movies. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, it was Black such a, Adam. Fast Five is such a dick tease because you just see the potential and then it's just been squandered since then. And yes, Black Adam was fucking hilarious because I was like, they're doing all of the ironic things that they did in the Suicide Squad, but unironically. Mm-hmm. We're they- just like, who, and, and if nothing else, like him or not, just having James Gunn there is like a guy with a vision. Again, like it or not, some people like it. I happen to be one of those people. Some mm-hmm. people do not. Fair enough. But having somebody there who's got his hand in all of the pots that are on the stove is ultimately a good thing because those DC movies have been so wildly fucking uneven, you know? And, well, I also, I, you know, you kind of mentioned it, so I want to, uh, before I forget, uh, he also mentioned that there is like the mainline DCU, which is what these are all going to be falling under. But then there will also be these other side projects like the Todd Phillips Joker movie Batman. setups and the Robert Pattinson Batmans. Those are all falling in the S uh, Elseworlds category, which is short. Sure, like, great. You, you have it set up that way uh, for, yeah. for people, which is, I think, something that Marvel... I mean, who could have known that the MCU would take off the way it did back in like 2006, right? But yeah, the fact that DC is saying like we're gonna have our mainline stuff and then also stuff that's just kind of our one-offs or things you know that we want to try out and do that I think is good from the beginning. Like not to say yeah. everything is all falling into this. Watch it all come together. Blah blah blah. Right. Like no, they they sh- they should call that slate of films just the things that worked. <laughs> Uh, and everybody would get it they're like oh these are the things that worked like yeah okay joker worked yeah i get it all right yeah keep going with the things that worked category but the rest of this shit fucking give me snyderverse is gonna get buried on the hbo app like it will never he uh, fucking he did he never did anything that worked i'm sorry to roku originals (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Zach Zack Snyder uncancelled. He's just exactly. doing his own. Exactly. It's ca- I know somebody that works at Roku. I can get you that hookup, pal. <laughs> See, it's 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 now, Catman now. Rivers, now. Rivers, you you heard the news by the way, right about Zack Snyder and his Rebel Moon TV show. That's happening. Oh no! Well, is that- right, it's a it's a movie. I'm sorry. Netflix oh, okay. bought uh, a script and a, a concept from Zack Snyder. The Zack Snyder is directing. It's a two part film series called rebel moon it is Zack snyder's take on star wars because Zack snyder pitched to disney a star wars movie that disney said no to and then 
he basically kind of changed the names and then was like, hey, Netflix, I have a movie for you. And Netflix went, oh, you're a big name? Awesome, cool. Here's $500 million. Good thing I yeah. have blackout curtains in my bedroom, so I'll be able to actually see what's going on on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be, otherwise, there's a bunch of red orbs bouncing around on there, washed out I, in my living room. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, you know, making a fake Star Wars has worked in the past, and we're all still talking about the last Starfighter. That is actively <laughs> a thing we all love. And everyone loves and everyone's heard of. Uh, Listen, I, yeah. I'm not saying that like the only thing you can take away from it is the world and that then we could all shamelessly reskin it for like a tabletop RPG setup instead, you know, uh, you steal from someone who steals and it's ethical. But um anyways. Uh, yeah, uh, Zach Zack Snyder is joyless Michael Bay. Yes, honestly, and that, because I, I I'm on a I'm on a Bay Crusade. Uh, I'm I'm just vindication writing. for ambulance. That, that ambulance movie was fucking dope. It was dope. Pain and Gain is one of Hell the best yeah. co- the best comedies of the 2010s. No one question. One of the only good rock movies. Speaking. Yeah, of there you go. Yeah, that might be <laughs> the best actually. Uh, because I you know I would say Fast and Fast Five is more of an ensemble piece. But if we're just talking strictly where the rock is the co-star of the film fucking pain and gain is incredible and if you just ignore transformers which i have done i've still never seen a transformer i will not see them uh i view those as just a boondoggle you know i think of that as like kind of you know if michael bay is america that period is sort of the uh, war on terror look we you know oh it's less that and more like kids need college funds you know? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's it was it was pointless. It was unnecessary. It was expensive, and we should just forget about it because it was <laughs> it was lives were ruined. And let's not talk about it. But okay, other than I, that, you can't stop me from enjoying uh, Gundam. <laughs> yeah, like, but other than that, the man's record is almost in, unimpeachable. The island does suck, but you know he's he's got some bangers. I mean, and, the, okay, let's not say unimpeachable. Thirteen hours, the secret soldiers of Benghazi. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah, I forgot Come about on. that one. I forgot that about one that is one. responsible for Jim becoming Jack Ryan and a uh, CIA <laughs> asset. Like, okay, that movie yes. alone did some real world damage there. Okay, I did. I did forget about that one. Uh, <laughs> But other than that, but all I'm saying is you can feel joy in Michael Bay's filmmaking. Yes. Yes. And like I recently watched like a behind the scenes thing of Bad Boys 2 and him making that movie. Everybody on that movie was just sort of grumpy because they're in sweltering Miami heat and he's got to get the crane shot of the camera swinging around as they're like pointing guns and he does it over and over and everybody's just like, we got to, we're all going to pass out from heat stroke, Mike, like we're going to die, but he gives a shit. And Zack Snyder is, he's got that same sort of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that same sort of mentality where at the expense of everything else, it's going to look good. But Michael Bay's version of looking good is what human beings would think looks good. Whereas Zack Snyder's version is like, as you said, it's got to be gray and fucking rainy and everything has to just, you know, suck your eyeballs into the screen for trying to look at the goddamn thing. So I, I forget who said it. So I, I certainly don't want people to think that this is an original idea by me. But Zack Snyder is a uh, art designer, like a, a, a film art design person who thinks they are a cinematographer who is treated like a director. Like yeah, that, that's kind of what what ends up happening because it's not yeah. even like 
cool shots as much as like, oh, you thought slow-mo was cool. Oh, wow. That, you know, I, I have also seen The Matrix. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> That's a, yeah. a good element there. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm, you know, uh, you know, uh, Bon Voyage, God bless you, Zack Snyder. I'm not sad to see him out of this, this whole thing. <laughs> you know, make art, man. You know, you make, uh, you make certain groups of people happy and that's great uh but uh you know it's time to it's time to make a make a real fucking superman movie huh yeah. folks yeah yeah right. bringing the it back in <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I grew up on the animated movies i think i've seen more animated dc like like filmography than i have seen marvel at this point yeah wow. yeah i mean that that there is a lot to, to comb through there so. is a lot certainly so I certainly have, so yeah, no Marvel shame hasn't it. passed it up and uh, uh you know and you know all of the all of the the grand schemes that james gunn is going to be involved in are going to be there's at least there's different flavors of everything at this point it's not yeah. just edgy superman movie edgy edgy version of every movie ever there's it, all the of all the shows on this list you know there's there's different takes and all these different and all these yeah. different like, the, characters, the actually the lanterns tv show which he described as true detective yes. in space yes. i was like holy shit <laughs> all right let's go <laughs> that sounds fucking cool that's, 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 just, that's just a cool twist on that shit just Not- add the word space to anything get into my space sedan and smoke a space cigarette on a space stakeout yeah yeah <laughs> hey paradise lost they describe it as game of thrones by imagine it as like a it's like a madman like intrigue like it like political drama but in hey. the mascara we should we should explain for people like on the island of the, the amazons we get hey that, you know, <laughs> It's hey, Wonder Woman having to do her office work before she gets to go out and, and murderize <laughs> a bunch of people. Get hey, all ha- the Girl Scout badges. Sorry, go Rivers. Hey, Hal, did you ever notice that our rings are literally a flat circle? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh, God. That, it. It will happen. I almost guarantee you, Rivers, <laughs> thank you for speaking that into existence. Um, we, we also, like, in... in you know, actual comic nerd importance. Uh, Brave and the Bold is uh, getting made into a movie, so we're going to get little Damian Wayne as Robin appearing in the DCU Batman verse, yeah. which I think is going to be interesting because that means like we can't do the Bruce Wayne origin story, right? Right. Because like, this is Bruce Wayne that's already been active for like 10 years for Damian yeah. Wayne to already be a, a thing. So... And, and if and if you're thinking of just like villains, he's already beaten every villain you've ever heard of by the time Damian Wayne shows up. So, you know, it's just going to be all the weirdest characters. Super hot Talia Al Ghul cameo popping in. Oh, yeah. Baby mama <laughs> drama. Look out, y'all. Uh, she's come back not just to drop off a kid, but also for the backlog of child support. <laughs> all right, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> what? Bruce? No, I'm Batman. You'll never get my secret identity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say that seems very strategic because it's the one way that you can do Robin where he doesn't suck ass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because every other film depiction you've ever seen of that character has been, you know, Chris O'Donnell or, you know, it's oh, that's classic, shite. though. 
30 yeah. how old was he he was like 32 I yeah think? yeah batman adopts him and he's 35 and you're like but <laughs> yeah and then ultimately at, yeah right yeah exactly and then it ultimately at the base of that character you know as it's originally kind of depicted is like this is gonna have to be a guy in his 30s adopting a kid and then uh you know just basically telling child services to go fuck itself by making him a trained killer it's like you can't actually do that now if it's your son it's less morally objectionable (laughs) (laughs) and and he and he arrives at your door and he arrives at your doorstep already a trained killer so you're like "Ah, might as well let uh let the kid be i'm trying to stop him from being a killer i'm trying to save him from the 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 terribleness tell I mean, me that's, Damien that's kind Alfred's, of a cool angle you Alfred's know taking cps around like showing them all the little suits that he's had tailored for, <laughs> <you know. laughs> they're they're coming for yeah they send years. a they send a social worker to observe their interactions and he's just like beheading fucking punching bags and shit <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's well, working he through a lot. school this way yeah, <laughs> just doing spin kicks and like breaking a guy's jaw. Like, yeah, this would be awesome. I'm really excited for. Uh, the, I mean, you referenced it earlier as well, uh, Rivers. But Booster Gold is coming out, getting an HBO Max TV series, and I am stoked for it. Honestly, because for anyone who doesn't know who Booster Gold is, he's kind of a, a shithead but born in like the 24th century who then just takes the everyday technology of then and then goes back in time and is rightfully so treated like a God and yeah. realizes he can just become a superhero. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. does he cure cancer? No, no, of course Fuck. not. Uh, Cause really he has like magic ray gun style technology, not you know, technology that will improve the world. So I think in the hands of James Gunn, that will be a very funny thing. Because, again, I think they'll touch on that, that kind of an element. Like, of all the things that you could do to come back, you just thought, like, oh, I can beat up criminals so much better now if I if I went back and did this. Yeah. Yeah, the one thing on this list I'd never heard of, well, the cr- creature features, what was it called? Uh, creature Commandos and yeah. the uh, and the Authority. Uh, oh, that's no clue. Right. Yeah, I, that's uh, the the Authority are basically, I, it, it feels very weird to say, but it's like, what if superheroes were kind of fucked up in the head, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Ooh, huh? that's not uh, been done. No, so I, I'm not real. I'm I, like take it or leave it. Like we already have the boys, so I I don't really yeah. need an addition of like edgy ninety superheroes. Look at them and like how they're kind of fucked up, but they get the job done. So I guess they're good. Uh, Creature Commandos is cool just because it's basically the Universal monsters, but if they were soldiers and then fighting so you know i mean it's it's you know it's very ambitious to have that be the first thing out of the gate a thing i've never fucking heard of so it's i mean it would be a bit like starting the mcu off with guardians of the galaxy so i I assume that's kind of his i'll I'll take it one step further that's a little bit like starting off the mcu with iron man well i'd heard of iron man (laughs) You know, from what the the, the Fox Kids animated the cartoon. series that yes. you didn't watch because it wasn't funny. No, I I did I I realized after I said that I uh, you mentioned the DC animated stuff. I did watch the Batman, you know, animated series oh, okay. and, Sup- uh, and Superman yeah. and then Spider Man, X Men, all that shit. So, oh shit! Uh, yeah, 
I watched all that when I was a, when I was a kid, but I mean, in my adult life, I don't think I've watched a non-funny oh, animation thing. But yeah, I watched all that shit when I was a kid, and I knew Iron Man from that. And I just remember him every episode of that show, him just like losing his power somehow and just being like shit. And I'll <laughs> defeat you, Mandarin, that we've changed <laughs> to make not racist somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I was a aw- I was at least aware of him. I've I've okay. never heard of the the creature features. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. That that makes sense. That makes sense. No, definitely no pushback there. Um, there's also the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, which is going to be interesting because you know you have the Superman Legacy movie that they're wanting to do, and that's going to be like bright and optimistic and cool. And then Supergirl is. She's really jaded because she watched her whole planet blow up while she was on, like, the neighboring moon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, that's some shit to go through, I would imagine. Um, Captain Marvel-ish. Uh, oh, oh, are are we already bracing for that culture war, Zach? Absolutely. It's going to have the same pushback that Captain Marvel had. The forced diversity that exists. Forced diversity. Wow, she's really... She has no expression when she acts. Um, that's the PTSD that she's acting out. There, there's a woman on my screen. Damn it. And now you're going to tell me Ron Swanson's kissing a boy. <laughs> God damn oh, you. Look at what it all comes to, huh? God, um, what a good, what a good. See, now I need to come out this year so we can just like open the year with Ron Swanson kissing a boy and close it with It's actually like war. part of the DC credits logo at the beginning is just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not even in the movie it's just Nick Offerman just <laughs> DC films what, what? what? The, the DC logo just turns into another man's face and then they just start smooching <laughs> <laughs> uh bill and frank's excellent adventure yeah, uh, yeah. wonderful well, well we'll be talking about that a little bit on the uh, patreon episode last Stay thing, tuned. last project of chapter one so get it feel, out of the way let's do it swamp thing swamp thing is coming back y'all and i the thing. Th- that's the thing that i'm the most stoked for is swamp thing because I, I don't know yeah. how familiar y'all are with swamp thing but the idea of number one, like the horror element of Swamp Thing, but also going into the concept of the green, which is nature, but also a cosmic force element, which I'm just like, okay, James Gunn, like I trust you with anything yeah. cosmic related and horror related. So of course, Swamp Thing, let's go. I, I, I would have, I mean, I'm sure he's got grander plans than this, you know, which is why he's got this sort of towards the end. I would have started with Swamp Thing because I would say my conscious awareness of swamp thing right now rivals about what my awareness of iron man was when that came out i would say because all i remember was one of my friends joey had all the swamp thing toys and i didn't know shit about swamp thing but i'd go over to his house to play and like those swamp thing toys were so fucking cool (laughs) so (laughs) so again very little awareness of what swamp thing is i don't know any of the I know, I know nothing about it, but I am vaguely aware of him. So that would have been that would have been one to come out of the the gun, uh, no pun intended. With but uh, <laughs> hey, you know, do your thing, James, Jimmy. Yeah, again, I, I'll, I'll trust them. And also, who knows, like how these things will shuffle out. Uh, oh I mean, God! Like oh, DC announcing something and then it doesn't actually come out. Whoa, crazy! That's never happened Dude, before, right? Yeah, oh, yeah I was gonna bring that up. Half the shit isn't coming out. Yeah. <laughs> 
You hear that, <laughs> Supergirl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just you're gonna get folded into the Superman Legacy sequel. That's gonna yeah. be all what it comes down to. Um, yeah, you'll be though, in, you'll be in things that worked too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do y'all have anything like as we're kind of wrapping up here? Anything that like takes the lead as the project you're most excited for? I mean, it's always going to be Batman for me. Just oh, okay, all right. I'm I was that kid, man. I I my you know depths of interest in comic books pretty much started and ended at Batman. Sure, sure. you know it wasn't until years later when the Marvel movies started coming out, and I'm you know not not bragging here, but I am an A list member of. Uh, AMC. Wow. So wow. Okay. I yeah. I can go see three movies a week. So I will see any Marvel <laughs> bullshit you throw at me. I don't care. I, you know, people's criticism of those films is that they're not movies, and I agree, they're not movies. It's a television show, and you got to come back next week to see what happens. <laughs> and so if you just think of it like that, and if you have that AMC bullshit stub club thing, and the price of movies no longer matters, uh, then you can be a little bit more uh, flippant with your Marvel uh, watching, and it's a good way to live. So I'll watch all this stuff, uh, but at the end of the day, Batman's my heart. Of all those superheroes, as cliche sure. as that fucking is, it's Batman, baby. I'm, I'm wanting to see Batman, and I want to see his little <laughs> devil child fucking decapitate people. <laughs> Hard R. I beg you, James Gunn. Hard straight R. up. Straight up, dude. Give it the Peacemaker treatment. Fuck it. That would yep. be incredible. A cursing child that murders people? That's I'm in. That That's Here's, also never happened before. Come on now. You <laughs> they, know? Uh, it's, uh, it, you could call him Papa and uh, Hit Boy. Instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Do uh, it. Honestly, fuck it. Do it. No one, no one saw those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey told me not to because there were guns in it, so I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what about you? Uh, the only one that's super peaking me on this list is Lanterns. Just hell yeah, yeah. That, that's mine. As a true detective like show, <laughs> it's just like it's. It, I, I have to see what he's doing with it. The Especially if they get like one of the guys behind, like who was a producer on The Wire or something as well. <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, this is gonna have like no punching in it. Like this is all just gonna be <laughs> that esoteric <laughs> drama. <laughs> <laughs> Staring like I just can't handle it, Kilowog. It was a child. I, I can't. <laughs> what Sinestro is capable of? The, the the Yellow King would be Sinestro in this case. It's all coming together. All right. Yeah. I've, oh, I've, and they can't really fuck with the Yellow King because he's yellow. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> You, you ever think about that? That it's our fear that holds us back. It's <laughs> 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 just getting real fucked up about it the entire time. Um, the one thing I am surprised by that's not on this list. Uh, la last note to kind of put a button on it is that it looks like they are going to be proceeding with Aquaman staying like within the DCU as as they're constructing it, meaning they're keeping Jason Momoa. At, as of right now as Lobo and I, I'm sorry as Aquaman and I thought for sure he was going to get signed on as Lobo like I thought like that's obvious what's happening I mean it's not impossible that it couldn't be you know just later on yeah like Lobo Elseworlds or whatever but yeah one's underwater one's on a space motorcycle <laughs> you know like I genuinely thought that it was going to be Jason Momoa as Lobo or that they were going to like throw all of the money at Hugh Jackman to have him be Lobo 
Oh, yeah. I mean, for anyone wondering, Lobo was kind of like uh, a middle finger to Marvel for making Wolverine the way that he was uh, as a part of it. And so, you know, like their edgelord, kind of sassy, overly gruff male character. Um, yeah. So I th- thought Hugh Jackman would be a, a wonderful Lobo to have because all he has to do is just be in biker shape. And that's it. You know, right. Have an Aussie pull? accented Lobo. That's all. That's all I want. Come How on are you going to pull Hugh Jackman off of Broadway? He's having so much fun. <laughs> He's he in fucking do Deadpool 3. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. You know how I can? $30 million. Zach. I was about to say, that that garage door is open and ready to receive a Brinks truck, my man. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Back the Brinks truck up to Australia and just let it rip. <laughs> Come on, Koala Man, or whatever name you're going by <laughs> these days. Um, all right. Well, that's going to be an episode for us. Thank you so much for coming on, Rivers. It has been a delight. We're going to uh, be jumping over to the Patreon, so everyone, please listen to... Uh, us over there of course and always rivers what have you got to plug though uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at rivers langley and you can check out my podcast it's called the goods from the woods it comes out every week and uh, you can find us on twitter at the goods pod and uh, i'm gonna be doing commentary at wrestling pro wrestling on march 30th that's right the thursday before wrestlemania goes hollywood we're gonna be in motherfucking burbank keeping it real <laughs> at the moose lodge and uh that show is called russellmania and of course, it's a Russell Crowe themed wrestling show. God uh, Russell, damn! God. Russell Russell Crowe will not be there, but uh, I will be dressed like him in LA Confidential. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no bolo ties, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, yeah. Skinny, skinny black forties <laughs> ties. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And Zach, what's what's going on in the garage? Uh, shoot, we have an episode coming out on Friday from. Uh, our good friends in Chicago. Uh, wow. So also known as have... the most North Texas. Yes, I think the, northest, the northest uh, Texan territories reach. <laughs> the Texan empire has landed in Chicago. The world will never be the same. It's yeah, a... rem- remember the Alamo and Al's number one Italian beef. <laughs> I fought my dad in the parking lot there. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah that that'll be awesome uh it's a uh, smoke break right that that's what it's smoke break is what it will be called we should be it should be coming out on friday so check it out it will be interesting to have a new little segment yes uh, uh new fan that. favorites for us to wage war and try and vie for people's attention for it so. exactly which one will you listen to the wednesday show or the friday show yeah yeah please please both please both though <laughs> this is not an either or that or you know feel free and do like original king solomon style listen to like half of this episode and half of theirs if you had Ooh. to pick you know well, you, we'll split it in half. i was gonna say you should make it real confusing and put half of this episode on the back half of theirs <laughs> and the back half of ours on theirs just fucking confuse the shit out of everybody. They're in the middle of some tangent talking about you know the punk scene, and then all of a sudden we're like, "But lanterns is going to be great." Yeah, yeah, and you know I'm talking about Batman, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Da bears, da bears, da bears." I don't know what they do. Uh, I just assume that's what all Chicago podcasts are. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Break <laughs> Sausage, the stereotype. Bears. This is a smoke break. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I think that's going to go ahead and do it uh, for us. Uh, last, you know, a little bit of bookkeeping. Follow us on Twitter at Dolphin Garage. More importantly, follow us on TikTok at Dolphin Garage because Twitter seems to be going down and TikTok has Why? the DM feature. So, you know, um, like I mentioned TikTok because otherwise we won't have a way to communicate with people other than people leaving voicemails asking us to like rate their dads and you know that can only carry us so far we'll see, well, we'll see. when can i be on for one of those segments <laughs> <laughs> it's an audio uh, voicemail thing so it's very hard to rate the concept of who your father figures were by the way but thank please. you for that i appreciate that please so please call me next time we're rating dads i i, I will drop <laughs> everything i'm doing i will quit my job <laughs> awesome well uh, uh until the the inevitable dad episode of dolphin garage dadfin garage if you will uh bye everyone bye i'm a little by morning up